Hi everyone, Jacqueline Foster here. Welcome back to the Paralegal Mastery Lounge podcast. You're about to listen to a recording from a LinkedIn webinar. I want to remind everybody I do bi-weekly webinars relating to paralegals in the entrepreneur space and the entrepreneur space and the career development space. Kind of a good rotation and mixture of all as this podcast is. Again, I do them every two weeks over on LinkedIn or in our Facebook group, our free Facebook group, the Paralegal Mastery Lounge. So if you're interested in watching them in live real time and asking questions, make sure you're in our Facebook group or follow me on LinkedIn or do both. Um, My direct links are in the show notes, so you'll be able to find me through them. Um, Also a reminder, the Paralegal Mastery Lounge private membership is still open for enrollment. So make sure you head over there. We are focusing on elevating paralegal careers to six figures and beyond. Make sure you head over to paralegalmasterylounge.com to get more information on what's included in the membership. Thank you. And I hope if you enjoy this episode today, you'll consider leaving us a rating. And as always, feel free to reach out to me with questions or episode suggestions for future podcast episodes. Thank you. So hi, everyone. Jacqueline Foster here. Tell me hello if you're watching, where you're watching from. Again, my name is Jacqueline Foster, and I focus on developing paralegals into six-figure-plus careers. That's what my main mission goal is. We do that through entrepreneurship. If you're having, um, like if you're working with an employer and you want to reach an employee earning of over 100000 a year, as well as if you want to try accessing um, your six-figure earning through entrepreneurship, which is the path I took. But obviously, we do both full-time recruiting in law firms. We work very closely with law firms all over the United States and their staffing, both in the uh, 1099 contractor uh, temporary type space, as well as the full-time employment. So I love to uh, work with paralegals from any Uh, walk of life and where they're at in their life and help them get to those six-figure earnings because it's definitely, definitely possible. Hi, Jennifer, New York, New Jersey. How's the weather out there? Um, Okay. So today we are going to get into the five key systems you'll need in place as a freelance paralegal. Now, I know this is something you could just Google and be like, how do I have, what systems do I need? What softwares do I need Um, in the space of freelancing as a whole, but I like to to talk about it from my own experience, my three plus three and a half years of running my own company. I had two years before that freelancing through another company. And so I like to bring in my own experience and my whys behind it to just sort of get your juices flowing, your brain thinking, and those types of things. So again, during this whole webinar, I know there's so many random questions that come up around softwares and systems or anything in general. Please, please ask them and, and I'll either answer them on the spot or I will save them for the end because I want to leave some room in the end for a Q&A or any type of like, you know, on relevant to your actual experience type of responses. <clears throat> okay, number one. And this was important for me when I started um, subcontracting in 2018. I was just, you know, working myself. I didn't have any subcontractors. You know, I just worked myself with the the firms. So I was obviously self-employed. And so I learned quickly that it was important to keep track of our expenses. So a great accounting software 
Ideally, you will use something like FreshBooks, QuickBooks to keep everything organized. When you're just starting out, you can do what I did back in 2018 and create a spreadsheet. You can use PayPal for invoicing. That will work. It just requires a little bit more manual accounting as you're going through your day-to-day -day work, your day-to-day -day expenses. So I like to use a spreadsheet because you know if I ran to Walmart and I had to get printer ink or something for my business, I wanted to go home and be able to like quick type in you know my mileage, my things of that nature. So I had a spreadsheet. It was always right on my desktop, easy for me. And then you know I categorized it so that when it came tax season, it was easy for me to send to my accountant in the different categories. Um, now, again, ideally, you're going to use something like QuickBooks or FreshBooks if you have the budget for it. For, they're not super expensive. Um, it just makes your life a lot easier because you can establish that business account and connect it to your QuickBooks so you can itemize your spending and your expenses based on uh, or just in that account. And then you can push them into your um, your loss your expense reports and same thing with invoicing it's when you invoice out it's going to automatically record that onto your P&Ls, onto your forms that you have to create for taxes. And then when you start to get into, if you hire subcontractors or hire employees for a company down the road, you're able to, to process direct deposit, um, keep all that really organized. I really liked FreshBooks. The only reason I stopped using it was because when I was early on in my business, I really needed cash flow. Like I needed cash flow quickly to keep above water and keep things going. And for some reason, it could have been the bank I was using so don't hold that against FreshBooks. I really actually liked the user-friendliness of it. I liked how I could record time in there. I liked how I could do all those things in there. Um, but it took so long for those payments that came through FreshBooks to hit my account. I mean, we're talking over a week. And so that's where I, I tried a different platform. I use QuickBooks. And when a client pays an invoice, it'll be there in the next business day, depending on what time of the day they pay it. So I really love QuickBooks for that. I love their direct deposit feature. Um, they also have a tracking, a time tracking, which I'm going to get into a time. Actually, maybe I should talk about timekeeping systems right now as a uh, easy segue and, and jump ahead to that. So they also have a time tracking system. Both FreshBooks and QuickBooks has a time tracking system. I forget what QuickBooks is called because I haven't used it in a while for various reasons, issues connecting it. I screwed up my accounts in the past and it just like confused the heck out of the software. Um, but where it will automatically push your time into invoices. Um, FreshBooks, same thing. I had all my contractors record time and I could just generate invoices off of that. It was so, so seamless. Um, loved that. So let's talk now about our timekeeping systems that you'll want. You can manually keep your time. That is totally up to you if you don't want to use the software. I know there's free time tracking, um, like apps, like little clock apps that you can use to record it all, or you can just type it into an Excel spreadsheet and create invoices off of that. But I think that no matter what you choose, I use in my company a, a system called Hubstaff. What I really like about Hubstaff is that I can set it up to automatically email time updates to my clients. So before that, I was going in every single week, I would say at least, yeah, every single week or every two weeks, can't remember how I did it, and manually informing my clients of where their time was at so that they could keep monitoring their budget and make sure they're on track for our minimum monthly hours um, that they have signed for. So I ended up because that was getting overwhelming and I also wanted my um paralegals working in the company to have 
time access to their time and those updates, we switched over to a system called Hubstaff. Um, it was recommended to me and I used it when I was a freelancer myself. And I really like it for that reason. It creates these automatic email updates to your client. You can set them weekly, daily, monthly, like whatever your clients prefer, whatever you prefer. I recommend doing that in whatever capacity, whether it's manually, whether it's a shared spreadsheet where they can just come and view your spreadsheet at any time, whether it's this type of system that automatically gives them updates on your time. And the reason I do that is depending on how your fee agreement is, you know, when they're going to be paying their invoices, how they are paying your invoices things of that nature. It's never this shock 30 days later of, oh my gosh, you spent 50 hours this month. I thought you were only on track for 20. And you try to explain what happened, how clients derailed your timeframes because that happens, or if this came up or this became more complex, whatever that may be, it prevents that from having to backtrack in the month and explain to your clients where that time increase came from and why. Um, so that's where, that's what I learned the hard way early on in my business is to give updated time reports, send the reports with the notes, depending. I mean, there's some firms that are going to ask you to track your time in their systems just for their convenience, but always be keeping that, that separate tracking, um, on your end to make sure you're invoicing correctly. If they go in and they adjust time for the client's purposes, I would say just like, you're going to have to kind of dual track, but then you don't have to hold the notes. You can keep the notes in your firm's um, systems. But if you're not doing that, if they don't want you to put any time into their systems, make sure you're taking diligent notes. Just like when you worked in firm and you know, you really need to put in notes on your clients invoices for what you worked on. So they know what each charge is for. Same thing goes with your attorney clients. You're really going to want them to understand where this time is coming from. Okay, checking for questions. Again, leave questions, guys, here to answer them. All right, so that's the timekeeping system. That would be the second thing I would recommend as a must-have to some capacity in your business. Um, the next one is a contract management system. When I first started my business, I used to create a contract, convert it to PDF, and then email it to my clients for their signature. I didn't have like any type of e-signature options, anything of that nature. And what I found out quickly was it delayed that onboarding because attorneys just are notorious for taking like seven to 14 business days to, to respond to something or to get to something and reasonably they're busy. So what I found is once I moved into an audit, like an e-signature um, DocuSign type of platform, my clients were signing my contracts a lot faster, which meant that I was able to start making money a lot faster. And that proved to be very important in the agency I now operate because we are very much like we're a cash flow business. We need to continue to bring in cash flow and hours, right? We want our hours to be really high for our services to our clients. So the quicker we can get that client onboarded and make room for my team and make room for us to, to get onto the next client and to keep that going, the better. So I use personally Dubsado. The reason I use Dubsado is I think DocuSign is just too expensive for um, the nature of the agreements you're sending out. I can see how DocuSign is great for diff if you're sending a bunch of different stuff to a bunch of different people for signature and you need that customization to be easier. But even that, Dubsado actually does very well for that. You can create a multitude of templates. Um, 
you know, and things of that nature. So Dev's Auto does really well. And I think it's like 35 bucks a month. Whereas DocuSign, I can't remember, it goes up for how many you send out. So it's like $45 a month and you only get like 10 send outs. So that might work for you if you're a solo freelance paralegal and you don't, you know, onboard a ton of new clients every month. But if you're onboarding five to 15 or, or sending that many contracts out, I also send out contracts to my paralegals and things of that nature. We also use it for our recruitment side of things now, um, assisting an offer letter, sending those out for our clients. So that's what really helps us there is that Dubsado is one flat free fee. You send it whatever you want. You can also through Dubsado be, and by the way, I'm not an affiliate of Dubsado. <laughs> I just use it. So I'm actually advocating for it. Another nice thing of Dubsado is you can create different types of forms to send out. So if you require your client to have um, an authorization automatic payment authorization on file, you can send that through there. Um, same thing with, you know, if you do have subcontractors and you need, they want you to do direct deposit, my subcontractors love that because then they get no transaction fees. Um, you can also gather those. So you can create different forms within Dubsado to be able to operate your business. And that's why I really like Dubsado. There's also other features in Dubsado like project management, proposals, um, calendaring, I don't use it for those things personally, um, but you definitely can. So it kind of, it's more of a client relationship, like a CRM, if you will, uh, for a big thing. And another reason the contract management system is so important is you're creating a seamless onboarding for that client. Um, you look very organized instead of just sending some PDF document saying, print this out, sign it, scan it back in. Or, you know, if the client doesn't have a, a, a like an Adobe e-signature ordeal or anything of that nature. It just takes a step out of it for them one way or the other, whether they have to print it or they have to save it to their desktop, open it, put their stamp on it, and then email it back to you. They can just go into your document system, sign the document and be on their way. Another thing that is going to be vital is an online scheduler. Now you don't absolutely have to have this because I know when we're just starting out, like an expense is an expense. I want to say I only spend gosh, like 19, I, I don't remember. I use, I use Acuity, but I know like Calendly, for instance, um, if you just have one scheduling link, it's only 10 bucks a month. Um, the online scheduler, which you can put on your LinkedIn profile, you can put it on your website. If you have it, you can send it to potential clients that might reach out to you in any capacity to be able to seamlessly schedule an appointment to talk with you, whether a discovery call, or you can even use it in your operations of your business, such as you know, we need to schedule a case management uh, powwow. You know, we need to get together and run through this. And here's my scheduler. Pick a time that works best for you. Um, I use it a ton for those for those reasons. I have two types of schedules, one for an existing client um, so that they don't have to fill out that whole form. And then one for a, a new client or a potential new client because I want to gather more information about the firm, the location, what they're looking for etc. So I have those two different types of schedulers. And now I even use it into my paralegal mastery lounge, that same acuity scheduling where, um, you know, scheduling one on one coaching with me or um, scheduling, I have like a consulting uh, option on there for my Dell trust. So um, that's why I like to use it. It keeps my calendar really organized. I can set, you know, parameters, like if I know I got to drop the kids off, and I'm not home from school until 830 in the morning, but I need my cup of coffee, I don't start meetings till nine, you can kind of set those parameters around it and not and and prevent double booking. I think that's the biggest biggest thing. Um so I always um 
Yeah. So we're talking about the online schedule right now. So another thing that I always think is a great idea to have is the forms, even to help you get the client get started in a simple way with you. You can create like a form, for instance, Squarespace has an option. You can build in a form and Squarespace when somebody um, fills it out, will submit it to you. Um, you know, their information, maybe an inquiry, like having those forms on my website. I have had some clients reach out through that form just to inquire about a quick question, you know, about our services. So always make sure you have some form of form somewhere. You can use type form, which has a free version or a very low paid version as well. Um, there's like Google forms. There's all sorts of different forms. I know Microsoft has one um, so that people can easily just fill in some information and get in touch with you about a specific question or concern or inquiry they have about your business. The next one, and I'm like all lost on my, we're on number five, project management system. I love project management systems in my business to keep myself on track, particularly. Now I also have people that work in the um, back office operations of the business, like in the actual heart of the business. So we use monday.com. I absolutely love monday.com. I love the customizations you can make for it. I love the automations you can put into it to keep your weekly stuff flowing, your, um, daily stuff flowing, your monthly stuff flowing. So you can kind of customize the automate, auto, uh, automations within that. It integrates with all sorts of different platforms. You can use Zapier with it. Um, it integrates with Canva. It integrates with Loom. It integrates with, um, I'm drawing a blank, Mail, MailChimp or you know MailChimp, the email marketing platform. So that's why I really like monday.com. And if anything, it just really helps you get in a routine so you don't fall behind on the admin side of your business. So if you're a freelance paralegal working with clients, it's obviously going to depend on how you're operating with those clients on if you're, how you're getting assignments. So a lot of my clients will just put my paralegals into their system so they can easily delegate tasks right there in their own case management system. But even then, if you're multi like managing multiple attorneys and managing multiple cases for multiple attorneys, it might be a really great way to just every single week at the, you know, early on Monday or Sunday night or Friday night for the next week, go into all your cases and put them into a project management system so you can sort of organize your own due dates beyond between those firms. Does that make sense? So if you have, you know, three firms and each of them have their own little due dates for all their little cases, it can sometimes gets really challenging to prioritize which firm needs to come first, but that's one way to kind of put it all together and then organize it for yourself on what needs to be done when. So you're meeting deadlines for all of your clients. And the third, another reason that that project management system is going to be so beneficial is that depending on on what you do, you know, if you're marketing, if you're doing the admin work, depending on how your business is one way or the other, the worst thing in business is to sit down and not know what you need to work on, because that's when we start working on unproductive things, or we get shiny object syndrome, or we lose focus, or we don't stay on track to meet our goals um, and keep the business moving forward. I use it. And I actually admittedly, you know, humbly admit that I fell off the project management system train. I used to be so, so intense about my to-do list, my checklist, my keeping myself on a routine. And then life gets the best of me. You know, my kids get crazy in their schedules or vacations come up and I just sometimes fall off that bandwagon, if you will. Um, but 
in this summer, especially recently, I've started to utilize my project management system again, my monday.com. And I have myself every, the little things, even just the dailies, the sit down and what do I need to get done today and make sure I'm checking those off. And then also a place to put a brain dump on, you know, I want to start working on this in my, in my business. So I need to put that in a one-time project deal that when I'm sitting down and I'm like, wow, do I really have nothing to do today? Like, yes, you do. Something to make your business move along the lines. Okay, so those are the three software systems. Um, Adrian asked a question. Any suggestions on how to manage multiple email accounts and docket systems for different clients? Yes. Um, crap, I'm forgetting the name. Swift? No. Shift. There is a platform called Shift. Now, I will admit to you, it crashed my computer a lot, but I was honestly in, in that time when I first started using shift back in 2020, I, um, didn't have the greatest computer. I just bought myself a new computer for my business in like 2021, closer to 2022. So, um, shift is where you can have different tabs for each client and be logged into those tabs on the platform. So there is a fee to it. I think it's like a hundred dollars annually. I can't remember the cost to it. You'll have to go look into it. It's shift, like shift over to the next seat. Shift, S-H-I-F-T, like the key shift. And it's really nice to be able to keep those things logged into so you can easily go through them without having 3000 open tabs on your computer. Um, that would be my suggestion on managing multiple email accounts. Um, I do not recommend having them all because you can also, like I've heard of people doing forwarding. So for all these emails to like have a designated forwarding address for that email. Um, so all of them come into the same one. The reason I don't suggest that is just if you're managing multiple clients, it that might leave you susceptible to, you know, addressing the wrong person, thinking you're working in one firm and not, you know, the other. So, but shift, it really helped. I know I had a, when I first hired my first estate planning paralegal to work with me and we have like five clients um, between like probate, estate planning, Medicaid, Medicare, those types of things. I decided to try implementing that for myself. And then I suggested she did it. And it was a lifesaver for her because that was driving her nuts. Like I'm logging into this Clio, then I'm logging into that Clio. So it like keeps it all separate you know, where like your system, you have to log out of that Clio to log into the next one. It keeps it somehow separate. Um, what other questions can I answer? I'm just going to make sure because sometimes my streamer doesn't work totally great. Okay. While I'm waiting for other questions to come in, if none of them do, um, take a little bit of a moment to talk about the Paralegal Mastery Lounge. Um, we are focusing in the Paralegal Mastery Lounge, the private membership, it's $19.99 a month on elevating more paralegals into six-figure careers. So we focus both on the entrepreneur side as well as career development. So developing yourself as an employee to start applying for those high level jobs that are paying. I We, we actually just focused on one that's paying like $160,000. Um, this month, we focus on one of our videos around around those those types of um, careers. The other way we're focusing on getting you to six figures is the entrepreneur side. So whatever your preferences, we're covering it both. We're meeting you where you're at, and we're helping you get to six figures. 
remote jobs, nationwide reach, those types of things. And we're really um, working on the holistic development of, para of being a paralegal beyond just the standard skill sets, talking about how employers are needing more beyond just the legal skills, those types of things. And we are still open for enrollment. So go ahead on paralegalmasterylounge.com. There's a link right away where you can sign up. Also, if you haven't yet, we have a podcast that goes weekly. I'll actually be putting uh, this webinar on the podcast. And you can go ahead and, you know, if you're, if it's easier for you to listen to my webinars, they will be on the podcast. Uh, we publish every Thursday, a new episode, join the paralegal. Uh, well, obviously you guys on Facebook are already in, but people on LinkedIn join the paralegal mastery lounge free Facebook group. And yeah, all is available at any point in time. May please, please, please reach out to me directly as well for questions. I'm happy to answer them. I get a lot of questions to my inbox and I try to answer them within that same day because I love answering questions. It also gives me good inspiration for podcast episodes when I get repeated questions, like same questions over and over again. So I am always accessible through LinkedIn, through Facebook, just reach out to me. Never feel like you can. I'm always here to help and educate. Okay. Thank you everybody for joining. And if you have any other questions, um, again, like I said, reach out to me directly or just comment in the live video and I will be happy to answer them. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider leaving uh, us a rating. It's greatly appreciated and helps the podcast grow. Um, and again, if you want to listen to these webinars in real time, um, or live with me on the screen and you can ask any questions that you may have. Make sure to be following me on all the social platforms. Um, definitely join our Facebook group um, that is free to our members and consider joining the Paralegal Mastery Lounge, which is open for enrollment currently. Um, paralegalmasterylounge.com, you'll get all the information you need there. You can also go and check out our other products that we have available beyond the membership. So thank you again and have a great rest of your week.